When you look at the lives of God's people and the things they had to overcome, all of the things they overcame that we now read were impossible. You study the life of Abraham. The man had an impossible life. Not just with Isaac, even the places that God called him to go, they were impossible places. God called him to those places. And he was known to be our father of faith. Look at Moses and the mission that God gave him. It was an impossible mission too. How do you do what Moses did without God? How do you overcome an enemy like Pharaoh? How do you do stuff, the, the things that God overcame with his people? And I feel like sometimes as believers we forget and we call God, oh, this good God. God is a good God, but you will see that every man that God called, somehow, way, was known to be a man of battle including Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, when God gave, him an, gave her an assignment, it was not easy. It was actually an impossible assignment. Number one, a virgin had to get pregnant. She had an impossible assignment. She had to win, but immediately after she conceived, she had, she had to run for her life. It is as if every time God calls someone for a blessing, he's calling them for war. No wonder is called the Lord of hosts, the God who is mighty in battle, Jehovah El Gibor, the one that fights on our behalf. But there are cases that you have to see God fighting. And there are times that we have to invoke the power of God in prayer so that we allow him to take place, to take charge over our situations. Because unless he is involved, he cannot get involved. So prayer gives God permission to get involved. One of the ways that favor can be released is through prayer. This is why you will see every man that God called, every man that God gave an assignment, every man that was given something to do by our God had to be a man of battle every woman these are men and women that knew prayer including jesus himself look at what jesus had to do impossible stuff so maybe child of god you are also going through impossible issues and you are brainstorming you are thinking you you may even be tempted to give up because there is something the lord told me to address you may be even tempted to quit and yet God said, you are my warrior. I called you for such a time like this. There is no giving up, but you have to know how to fight and fight the right way. Somebody, please, if you can call someone, call them. We got to pray. We have to pray. And this time I'm going to be doing strange stuff because we might have to be um, online sometimes, back in the midnight, and pray. Because sometimes God will appear not to move unless someone prays. So every time 
you face an impossible something you have to know that you are invited to see the God of impossibility it's a clear invitation that God wants to reveal himself as a God of wonders I'm going to repeat every time you face a situation that you cannot overcome by your own abilities it is a clear open invitation from God to see him as a God of wonders he he wants to reveal himself so I know sometimes when we go through um, difficult stuff and we see all hell is breaking loose we, we wonder what did we do wrong we did nothing wrong it might be because God has been provoked and is moving to bless you and the your enemies have to be you know they have to rise from every side and sometimes we want to quit I remember one day I immediately after receiving this mighty prophet prophecy fire started things started getting tough because I was prepared before time I I had to put up a fight. So sometimes when your blessing is around the corner and things are about to take place, the devil has to make a lot of noise to shut you down. But he cannot shut any child of God up unless the child of God gives up. Imagine what if Joseph gave up? What if Joseph gave up because it wasn't one time, two times, three times, four times. What if he gave up? What if Moses gave up? What if Mary gave up? What if Esther gave up? Because it was easy to give up. It was easy to quit. What if Paul and Silas and the church would give up? We wouldn't be reading stories that God can actually break someone out of prison. Because when they were praying, the Bible says, and suddenly. But it happened when they were praying and praying in the midnight because Paul and Silas were in jail. They were praising the Lord, but people in the church were praying all night. Can we be those Christians that when things get tough, we can actually spend the night and worshiping God because we believe there are places only God can remove you or we're going to cry? What do we do when things get tough? What do we do when God actually decides to bless us but allows us to go through things that don't, 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 don't actually make sense? What if you were that man that... The prophetic instruction was to come and dip yourself, Naaman, into this river. And you are general. You are a big person and you have been asked to do something. Not once, not twice. Something that was shameful. How do you do that? The first time, the second time, it is still there. The third time. And you have to keep going seven times. How do you do that? 
some of us are crying in our hearts we have lost the joy we have lost the peace we are shouting in our hearts where is my god how come my things are not moving and you think maybe maybe you're doing something wrong maybe you need to get this anointing maybe you need to go to this place no what if god is calling you to put up a fight as a child of god stand in the word of god stay in prayer learn to praise god stop murmuring stop complaining stop all these things and stand in what god said you are because the enemy will always come the question is this it's not about who is the size of your enemy it's not about who is against you it is not about the setbacks you have it should show what happens to you it's what you do when things happen the issue is not how you fall down you got somebody pregnant somebody got you pregnant somebody abandoned you that happened how do you get up so in the afternoon and the lord is speaking to me and he says son my people have given up and i said what he said people have given up i said I said, sir, I don't understand. He said, they have given up. I said, they have given up. He said, my people. It's like the spirit of the end time. People are quitting. And they don't know that they have given up. But most people have given up. They have no passion for life. They sleep. They don't want to get up. They don't want to do business anymore because it's tough. They did twice and it failed. People have given up. They don't want to love again because they were broken hearted before. They don't want to trust again because something happened. They have settled for a life that is not theirs in the name that I'm waiting for the time of God. They don't pursue their dreams anymore. They don't design anymore, create anymore, move forward and do stuff anymore. They don't try things anymore. Why? Because they failed before. And he said, son, my people gave, have given up. And some of them are living anyhow. They are dressing anyhow. They are eating anyhow. And there are some of you that are listening to me now. As good as your life is, but you gave up eight years ago. And you don't know you gave up because since then you have been living this ordinary life. From when something happened, you gave up. You, don't know, you didn't give that name to your situation but you gave up and from that time you're living an ordinary life you say i don't have money that's why i don't do it i'm waiting to get the money i'm waiting for somebody to support me i'm waiting for this when god did do this i will do that you are actually stuck in your past because you gave up not because god is not there and you're giving yourself a lot of stories and you tell people you just don't know how tough my life is. You don't know my scenario. You don't know the kind of battles I'm fighting. Child of God, you gave up. And God has commanded me to come and pray and command your spirit to rise up. Some of you are supposed to go back to school. You're not, you're not studying anymore. You're not pursuing your dreams anymore. You're not writing stuff you're supposed to write. You gave up. You have given it different names because you, 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 the fight in you is gone. You have been knocked out and you are laying down on the floor. You have allowed what you go through to be bigger and stronger than you and you are freaking out. 
So sometimes we have to give sadakas and all these things to try to manipulate God, thinking that if God will interfere, then I'll be that thing that I never paid the price for. Because you gave up. You are afraid to dress up nice. You are afraid to start a new business. You are afraid to do something you have never done. You are afraid to have conversations you have never had. You are afraid to detach yourself from certain people, certain relationships, because you may call it whatever you want to call it, but you gave up on life itself. And you may say, no man of God, you just don't know my case. The moment the fight in you is gone, you begin to die. And that's what the enemy does. He overwhelms people with events and things to get them to give up and say, this is it. Maybe I'm cursed. Maybe this. Why would the enemy fight you, child of God? Look at the Bible. Look at the patterns. Who are these people that, God, that the devil fought? He fought Jesus. Why? He fought Joseph. Why? He fought Mary. Why? He fought uh, uh, Esther and Mordecai. Why? He fought Joseph. Why? He fought Joshua. Why? Because they had things. They had things that if they did those things and overcame, everything will change. So the fight you have to put up is not for you only. Because you're carrying something that has to change your generation. So you cannot afford to just sleep. 24-7, you sleep while the devil is eating your son, eating your daughter, eating your family. You sleep. You don't know the word of God. You're busy doing nonsense. You sleep. You can't make up the, your mind to actually do the hard things, say the hard stuff that you know in your heart you have to do. You don't want to put up a fight. You wish things would just take place. You have given up. And you have to arise because your, your time has come to stand, to start dressing up nice, taking care of yourself, to start actually planning again, strategizing again. Keep fighting until you see there is a change in your life because the enemy will not just, just attack you for nothing because he has seen from a distance that your star is, right, is shining. How did the, the enemy fight Jesus? Before he was born. How did he fight Moses before he was born? How did he start fighting Joseph before his dream was born? Because they see the star. They see the light shining from a distance. And they begin to fight. When you have been gifted by God to do something amazing, you will be fought. Whether you did a mistake or you did not do it, it does not matter what you did. If you stayed down, you begin to die. Can you hear me? Yes, man of God. Yes, man of God. I yes. still say, if you have a friend, Tanzania, not Tanzania, wake them up. We're about to pray.
because we are actually living in times that our generation is actually the generation of weak people there is a man who calls this generation a snowflake generation a generation of men and women that melt under pressure a generation of sons and daughters that don't know what commitment really is a generation of people that are not willing to take criticism are not willing to face a setback we are living in that generation that people can't take pain anymore people can't take things not going their way they believe in the grace of god and they don't want to take responsibility as if grace is a license not to be responsible the reason why we have many ugly unhappy marriages is because men don't know what it means to be committed they don't know what it means to to to, to be loyal or stuff like that they don't know what it means to go all the way in we are living in that generation that people would want to put in 10% and expect 200% simply because Jesus died and they don't understand that there are principles of Jesus that they need to be things need to be done imagine if Jesus prayed imagine if Jesus had to wake up early in the morning and pray and go to work and do stuff what about you that you can actually stay in a distant land and say, if God wishes, how dare you waste your life? Who guaranteed you that God will wish? Because God does not do wishes anymore. We are living in that generation that people need, in the slightest sense of, you know, challenges, they want to go crazy. And they want to justify the craziness because things were tough. And Jesus is coming soon. And in this way, the enemy is removing, destroying a lot of young people, old people, because they don't want pressure. They want to live anyhow, anyhow, do anything, be anything, and still see God. We are living in that generation that people would not be willing to pray by themselves and fight. They would rather call Papa. People that would not want to take authority in the name of Jesus and stand their ground, they would rather have five men of God, six men of God. We are living in the generation that witchcraft has come and moved in the church. That people of God are not capable of having a serious conversation, actually listening and talking, and women submitting and talking to their husbands as supposed they are, the way they are supposed to. They, we don't live in that generation anymore. We are living in another one, weak people, that they see devil everywhere in the smallest challenge. The devil has come into my house. When things don't go, I have a spirit of delay. When you apply for something and it doesn't work, spirit of rejection. When this happens, you can't, you can't prophesy to you, your family because something happened and you believe it's the devil. We are living in a generation 
that somebody has to wake people up because this is the generation that will see the coming of Jesus firsthand we will see the rapture in this generation and some of us will not test death we will see it we will not know what it means to die we will see it tutamuona mawenguni we will see in this generation and i know it sounds to be too good to be true maybe it won't happen maybe it has not happened it's gonna happen right before our eyes and things are playing in that calendar we are in the last days of the last days and if god has given you an assignment you do it halfway woe unto you because jesus is coming back I don't know what you guys are going through. I don't know unapitia nini. There are people that God told me to come and pray. There are some people that have given up. You are angry because somebody did something wrong to you, but you have actually given up. Deep deep down inside you have given up. You have given up. The fight in you is gone. It's gone. Yet the Bible says resist the devil and he shall flee from you. You are seeing the devil everywhere. Your fight is gone. You can't fight anymore. You can't fight anymore. You can't be organized. You are not organized anymore. You are not loving anymore. You are not caring anymore. You are not smart anymore. You have given up and you have thrown your life in every direction. You do things that you are not supposed to do either as a mother or a father or a son. We, we we have so many people that are doing things because they gave up they don't know they gave up i don't know what happened to you but if you are that person that has given up tonight i pray now that your spirit will not know rest until you start putting up a fight and stand again You will stand again. The Lord told me, tell my people, it is time for them to stand. It is time for them to stand. And I'm calling upon the name of the Lord tonight concerning your life. And I declare that your spirit will arise. But as you your spirit arises, so your soul will also stand and fight you have actually to stand if you are the person that i'm talking about and take your life back take your finances back begin to study begin to research begin to see far again because you're not dying tomorrow If you are the person I'm talking to may the grace of God touch you wherever you are If you are in that place that you are afraid to start something new You are afraid to let go of your past 
you are still trapped in the wishful thinking that some people will come back and they have gone. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will give you grace to stand. That God will give you grace to stand. God will give you grace to receive the grace now in the mighty name of Jesus. Because God did not create us to be weak. He has called us to be mighty men of war. He has anointed us to be exceptional. And when I'm saying this, some people, you need to start that company. In the middle of all this pandemic, whatever. You have to start and keep pushing. Maybe customers are not coming. You're not getting any clients. But you have to keep fighting. If you have not given it 100%, you can't quit now. Why? Simply because somebody said no? Why? Simply because there are witches coming after you? What about you rising and say, son of man, if I serve God or not, but I will never suffer again at the end of the people that oppressed me. Enough is enough. Child of God, there comes a time where you have to decide to take your life in every department. You take it in your hands. God did not design you to be average. No, he did not design you to just be lonely and alone and miserable and dependent on people. No, he did not design you to be that way. Look at all the people that God called and marked. They were known for war. David war. Every man that God called. That you know in the Bible they were known for one thing. They could fight. They could fight by faith. They stood and made up their minds. Abraham was a man that was not rich at one point. He was actually a broke man because he left without stuff and he had to start with nothing. But he stood. That is how you fight. You believe God against all odds. The Bible says against hope. The man believed in hope. He did not stagger through unbelief. He believed in hope against hope. That was Abraham. Because everything was against him. We are living in a generation that men of God, they want to pray, pray, pray. They are not willing to learn to do stuff. They don't want to do anything. Because they are afraid. And prayer has become a safe place to hide. That they are just going to pray. And not do something else. But Jesus has anointed us to take over. I I'm saying this because we are about to start something tomorrow. And the favor of God will begin to open doors. But what happens when God opens doors to a man that has given up? A man that can not sustain, focus. A man that cannot stay with the vision of God. A man that when something goes wrong for uh, Malaya Kwanzaa for the first time, they quit. What happens when God supplies favor to a person who is not willing to put in the work, to manage the blessing, to steward the blessing? What happens to that man? What happens? Some of us, God gave us opportunities. And we thought when God gives it to us, we are not supposed to put up a fight. Because the Bible says the blessing of God makes rich and it adds no sorrow. You have to know sorrow and fighting and standing on the word of God. 
ni vitu viwili tofauti. When the Bible talks about sorrow, it talks about gaining wealth in the ways that are not holy. You don't have to sell your body to be blessed. You don't have to lie to build your company. You don't have to do this stuff. But you have to keep in you have to keep the work. You have to learn to be diligent. You have to perfect your skills. You have to. And it takes what it takes. But can you put up a fight? You look at your house, you don't like the way things are. Can you do something about it? Can you actually sit down and plan, plan a new plan, not the ones you used to have? Can you? Because somebody today came to me and said, Man of God, I used to be good. I used to have a good life. I saw God giving me this and this and this. And things happened. And God has started giving me stuff, but they're not working anymore. I almost cried. Because I said, this guy, look at this man. He's here talking to me about what God has done. And that God gave this person a good life. Excellent life. And sometimes, apokatikati, things happened. And the person lost the job. And things became tough, but God sustained the person. And now God gave the person a new job. And say, four months now, but I'm not getting clients. And I don't understand God. I said, how dare you? How, how dare you? You came from telling me for... One year and a half, God has been supplying, giving, providing. You come from telling me that God used to bless you and blessed you and you saw God in your life. And now you came from telling me that God is the one that gave me this job. And I don't understand how can I be working in a job that God gave me and I'm not getting clients. I said, what are you doing? We are living in that generation. And they are putting the blame on God. That God, how can you give me a job without giving me clients? Hi. Ah, shalabradia for. Ha. What is happening to our generation? That we can forget the goodness of God just like that. You say, God gave me an amazing time. Then you say, God sustained me. And then you say, I don't understand God. How can God bring me here only to make me suffer? And I reminded the person of the Shunammite lady. I love that woman. Because she faced stuff. But the woman never lost sight of what God did for her. So she remembered one day God gave her a child she never prayed for. God saw the need and blessed her. And she raised the child to a certain age only to lose the child. So she had faith, not in the man of God, but in the God that gave her a child she never asked for. She knew this is a blessing that I didn't make happen. God made it happen. So when the husband asked, is everything okay? She said, it is well. The it is well was not, as I said, it was not for anybody else. It was for people outside. It was not for her. She was sure that God can bring back the life in the boy. Why? Because God gave the boy life. So she kept on saying it as well. Even when the man of God asked, 
is are you okay she said it is well why why would she say it is well was she under denial no she was not this is the woman that saw god and remembered the goodness of god and refused to give up what do you do when things look dead in your life will you still pursue god and still believe it is well that you will be okay what happens will you give up so she kept on bothering imagine something happened the first time and the child did not come back to life the man of god had to go to pray for the child and then god returned the boy to life it wasn't once it wasn't twice the woman stayed still and in all this time the husband did not know that the child was actually dead can you put up a fight for the business that looks like it's not working can you put up a fight can you still believe when things actually look like mm-mm? so most of us have given up we are tired which was the way of least resistance you don't want to do it anymore because anyway nobody sees what we do but i'm here to remind you child of god god has called you for a life that is bigger than yours you're not weak you're strong strong you're blessed and it is time you arise and shine no putting limitations on god it is time you arise and shine it is time you go into that business with a smile on praising god that i will see the goodness of god in the land of the living it is time that you wake up in the morning and you place your hand on your head and say i am blessed from my head to my toes my businesses are blessed my sons and daughters are blessed my works are blessed not because you see it but because you know it is well because god cannot bring you this far just to allow you to end here no so instead of complaining you start using your faith that's how we do it you wake up and bless your day you wake up and bless your life you square your shoulders you put your chin up and you move as a child of god you don't know what god is going to do 5 minutes from now there is no point of giving up if you give up your dead So some people have been giving up but they have given up long time ago. They are only doing what they can do. They don't want resistance anymore. They want to start businesses there, you know, they can do because they have the money to do. They don't want no challenge. They don't want no criticism because they gave up arise. My time is up. arise child of god ninakwambia na ninaongea na nafsi yako i'm speaking to your soul to your life to your body arise the confusion that has overwhelmed your mind is a lie 
arise take hold of your mind arise take hold of your life arise take hold of the word of god that was spoken over you arise don't 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 shift your focus in the eyes of god because every time we begin to do these things the opposition will come arise this is 